0: Thanks for joining us again. Um, No Gibbo. uh, He's out for a few weeks. He's away, travelling. No Maddie, He's got children. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have to put up with Jared and my shit for uh, a few episodes uh, over the next few weeks. This week we've decided to uh, take a quick look back at the Punisher films. I believe Mm. you put this out there.
1: No. Yeah? No, I think I put out something different and you came. I think I put out Darkman and you said, how about The
0: Punisher? No. <laughs> I said, let me just re, re-look at this. You said, what about Darkman? I said, that's an interesting choice. And then I said something else. Then you else. said, what about The Punisher? No, so I didn't say The Punisher. And then you came back with, so you say you want to watch the no, golf no, you said, The Punisher.
1: you said The Punisher and I knew you were referring to Thomas James, so I came back with a gag and. So, you want to watch Dolph.
0: And then, then I, it. I took the Punisher. And you said, yep. So, ultimately, you fucked yourself. <laughs> well, you well, got too fancy, well, mate. Well, you talked talking in
1: circles here. You're saying, well, I made the choice. I threw out Dark Man. And you said, oh, yeah, interesting choice. And they just fucking didn't even, didn't even consider it.
0: And they just barreled over the top of it.
1: Yeah, interesting choice. Let's watch The Punisher instead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I was going with TJs. I wasn't interested in dolls. It's always, you know, it's always the man of the 2000s. It just... It's he always keeps, you... he
0: pre- keeps pulling me back. Well, he keeps pulling you back, but, but not, <laughs> not many other people. No, he's not pulling uh, people into the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> I All right, before we get to that, we'll just get through what we've been watching recently. I watched Dave Chappelle, Six and Stones. Yep. Mate, it was really good. Yeah, look, do I think that the joke... Re Michael Jackson, oh, look, I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> but, no, no. But um, am I offended by it? Not really. Not really. Well, man. yeah. Look, look, I don't think it was a good choice, and I didn't find it particularly funny. But you apart know, from that, he just kind of moved on.
1: Yeah, you know well, though, his his the the second one out of the previous two specials was way worse than this one. Yeah, 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 because he was he wasn't even making jokes. He was just parts of that one. He was just putting his thoughts out there and you know, defending Louis C.K. and things like that. And that was the one where I was sitting there going, fuck, mate, come on. Mate. Yeah. This one, there was a couple of jokes that probably stepped over the line, but as soon as he finished up the Michael Jackson work and got into the R. Kelly, <laughs> I was in
0: stitches, yeah. mate. Look, I got a lot more laughs out of this and as you say, the one where he kind of just sat there. Yeah, smaller crowd. Yeah, that one was bad. Not, not just... I remember watching that one and thinking it wasn't even that funny.
1: No, it wasn't that funny, and he was and just he, he kind was kind
0: of, of on a rant. And yeah, you know, look, mate, the bloke has a right to his own opinion. I don't agree with it. I didn't think the jokes, th- those particular jokes, were that funny. But other than that, everything else worked out for me, and I found yeah. it rather amusing. Yeah, I because uh, we, we, my daughter and my wife were together. We decided to sit down and watch um, Divergent mm-hmm. and Insurgent kind of cut-rate Hunger Games, really. Decent cast, a decent cast, but it's really just cut-rate Hunger Games. And you can see they didn't even get to finish that one, I believe. No. (laughs) They cut the third film into two and it failed dismally and so so they didn't even bother. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't even finish it up.
1: I mean, Christ. Imagine if you were just, if you were like the world's biggest fan of the divergent books <laughs> come out with yeah we're cutting the third one in half and then you know a year later well that didn't work out so you're not getting the you're not actually getting
0: the end of the trilogy do you know what end of the series I thought to myself okay I can kind of maybe they they <laughs> oh, did man. it because you know they'd made a lot of money and they were you know but I haven't looked back at the box office, the numbers weren't even that big. No. So I think they I <laughs> could have never like Ellie. They should have
1: said, let's jam two or <laughs> three together while you know there's a little bit while there's still a few embers burning here.
0: Yeah, I mean look, as I said, it's got a good cast of, of actors. Uh, and it's well made. But it feels like the Hunger Games just a little bit cut rate. And, you know, nothing special, put it that way. Jared, for some reason, I was sitting on the couch. It was a Saturday afternoon. Uh, I think I'd been asleep. I'm not going to lie. And I came across some Airport 77. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. You know what? Airplane is a piss take. Yeah. But Airport 77 may as well be a piss take. The <laughs> bloody plane crashes in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Awesome. And I'm watching it going, what's going on here? And it's got actors who were, I assume, I mean, this was obviously paycheck films back then because you had people like bloody Jimmy Stewart and Jack Lemmon and all this sort of stuff and I'm thinking, what are they doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, they had bills to pay. Yeah, that's right. They had Everyone's got to pay
1: everyone's gotta make a living. I mean,
0: quite frankly, I laughed pretty hard while watching it. So I probably enjoyed myself. And the last big, big one for me was I actually started watching American Horror Story 1984. Yep. The first two episodes so far. The first episode was classic slasher. It was gold. Absolute gold. I was just sitting there sitting there just thinking about yeah, it was very much like Friday the 13th and all them. Mhm. Including this and I got some massive laughs with the bloke from Glee rocking up with a dirty great mole, <laughs> a fucking mullet, and he's got a huge cock, and he's, he's mumbling about how, oh, I bet myself I could sleep with that bird. And the other guy's going, you bet yourself? And he's like, <laughs> "Give him this dopey looking look. The first episode was really good. The second episode got a little weird. Right. It kind of went, it was still in the slasher movie, sort of set up but i think these american horror story always has a, a supernatural yeah, bend, angle yeah and i think we started to see the supernatural part right and it wasn't bad it was just that i was kind of like this is a little bit off tap this isn't what quite what i anticipated but i'll, I'll continue it i think it goes for 8 episodes we'll see how it goes mm-hmm. from there but that's it for me
1: right what about you So I had a. It was funny. My my selection of films was comprised of a lot of like tangents. Like a lot of, I'd watch something, and then I'd think, oh, this director made something else or whatever, and so I'd watch that. Like so, I just (laughs) I had all these little tangents. But so I started off with uh, there there was a new uh, Batman Lego. One that came out, so I watched that. Was with the kids; they're always a bit of fun, <laughs> especially if you're <laughs> fans of like the DC comics and the lore and whatever. They always take the piss out of certain angles of it and have good fun with it. I finally watched the Banana Split movie. <laughs> it That's, was it was good fun. Yeah. It was fun. Look, it's not great. It's made by sci-fi. It's pretty cheap. It's got some um, it's got some things about it that are they're a bit silly. And essentially, they made a Five Nights at Freddy' movie with. A cheaper property, yeah. I think, but being what it was and watching it when it was a kid, it was kind of funny to see it in the, in this kind of new light. And some of it actually worked. Like I actually really enjoyed it watching it as a movie. It's not not great, Jake's, but it was uh, it was fun enough to watch. Um, so I also watched Chappelle and I also um, I checked out Bill Burr as well. His yeah. new one, so, same same thing. He says a lot of controversial things sometimes, and um, but when he's when it's just his comedy and his jokes, when it's good, it's it's really good. Like, mm. He's very, very funny. So, getting into the tangents, <laughs> I watched Robin Hood, Taron Edgerton. Yeah. <laughs> Look, much like Gibbo, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, and... King Arthur is quite a good comparison because it was the same sort of thing. It was trying to make it, it it's trying to take that old property and make it edgy and cool and basically it was just like Arrow all over again. I I know the Green Arrow is kind of like Robin Hood anyway, but it was like trying to add a little bit of grit to it. So here's where the first of the tangents came out. I finished watching that one and realised Netflix also had Russell Crowe's Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that, so
0: that, I that backed up, up. and
1: <laughs> went straight in. Laser into, focus, so though, that, that one was. One.
0: That one was laser focus. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Look, I probably... Uh, it, it wasn't great either, but it was,
0: it isn't was it more... Isn't it two and a half hours or three hours? It is it? lengthy. Oh. It is lengthy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was more in the in keeping with what I expected out yeah.
0: of Robin Hood. Classic kind of...
1: Yeah, the the setting and the, the characters. And I actually think... Somewhere in the middle lies a really good Robin Hood movie. Prince of Thieves? Prince of Thieves, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> men in Tights, something like that. No, <laughs> um,
0: I think men in Tights.
1: Because <laughs> Rusty's looked the part hmm. and got a couple of the characters really right, but it just, it was lacking in fun. I thought they were supposed to be the fucking merry men, the bloody, <laughs> you know. They were dour. Yeah, they were the dour men, that's, that's for sure. But, but the other one was too far removed from it and, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I watched the Between Two Ferns movie. Oh, my God. I saw the trailer for that
0: and did laugh. Oh, mate, because the,
1: the Between Two Ferns interviews used to be fucking hilarious. I used to, every time there was a new one, I'd be straight on it. And like, that was so funny. So when I saw the movie, I was like, I've got to check it out. And,
0: and what is it, just the interviews that have previously been done? No,
1: no, no. So it's, it's taking it as if. It's kind of like mockumentary style as if Zach Galifianakis is doing these interviews at like a small regional news station and Will Ferrell's like the evil corporate like you know, cashing in on it all and then cuts him a deal. He's got to do 10 interviews and he'll take him to Hollywood. So they do 10 of the interviews and they have people like Brie Larson and John Hamm and uh, doing the Between Two Ferns, Matthew McConaughey. Absolutely hilarious. Like, why otherwise the ones, I was in tears for about two minutes and... Gallopinakis is there going when you and um, when you and Woody Harrelson get together? Are you just are the pair of you just so sad that somewhere in the world there's a sack not being hackied? <laughs> and McConaughey it was actually in the outtakes. McConaughey just fucking burst out laughing. <laughs> but the outtakes are are fucking five minutes of some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, the movie's alright if you like the interview stuff. There's enough of that in there. To, to get your laugh, and a then broken plot. up by some plot, and some of that you get a few laughs out of too. So, yeah, it's not.
0: I'm assuming she's fairly short. Yeah, it was only about 90 minutes. Yeah, I, think. I might have to give it a run.
1: Yeah, I'll would, I would check it out, but watch the old videos first. Watch all the Between Two Ferns because then you get, you know, the style that he was going for. Essentially, it's just him fucking taking the piss out of everybody there. And then he kind of takes that character and makes it what he's like in the movie. It's essentially his, it's like his character from The Hangovers, but yeah. if he was a real bloke. Yeah. And.
0: Is there a tangent off that?
1: No, there was no tangent off that, but there was a tangent off Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. <laughs> so the director of uh, The Punisher also directed Dead Heat with yeah. Trent Williams and Joe Piscopo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, who wrote that. Terry Say Black's Blake. Jane Black's brother. Terry Black, that's one. Right. It's an absolute shit show, isn't It it was all right. It was a bit of fun. Um, Where'd you find it? YouTube. Oh, fuck, I'm going to yeah, get no, on it. Yeah. I haven't no seen one, that
1: in years. No one wants to lock the rights <laughs> to that one down. So.
0: Piscopo and Williams.
1: Piscopo and Williams. What a pair. And Williams' character is called Roger Mortis. Yeah. So, of course, you know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. This is Eddie. Yeah. But I'd much <laughs> rather... Right. It's similar, in a sense, to, like, R.I.P.D., I'd watch this one in a heartbeat before I watched that again. Yeah. Like, this one was was quite fun. It's, yeah, some pretty cool effects and things like that. Really? So, yeah.
0: I remember watching it many, many years ago when I was a young, younger bloke. Yeah. And I enjoyed it then. Yeah, yeah. And Piscopo's
1: not an actor's... Piscopo, mate, He's not <laughs> a big <arsehole>. <laughs> Every Every one of his lines is a gag. Yeah. And not all of them land, but a couple do, so... Yeah, it's worthwhile.
0: Yeah, all right. Oh, um, YouTube, here we go.
1: Yeah, YouTube. The other one, Amazon Prime came through with the goods and threw up the stuff. Did you watch so this? I'm, I'm watching. I've got a little bit left, but quite enjoying it at the moment. It's got a bit of a La- They Live vibe to it, yeah. where it seems to be you know, taking a bit of a shot at commercialism and things like that. Little
0: Larry Cohen. Yeah, Maybe I think yeah. he was
1: involved. Um, and the last one I watched is I started Marion on Netflix. That's the French one that every all the horror websites are up, you know. Is that a show? all over themselves a- for. Yeah, it's oh, an eight-episode show. It's about an author who's writing
0: yeah, these characters. And they sort
1: of come to life or seem to be something that was previously with her. And she was having nightmares and shit. And then she wrote about the characters and they went away. And she's doing a book signing. And one of her old friends turns up and fucking delivers this thing to her from her mum. And it's... You know, it's essentially like it's it's involves a body part and that sort of thing. And she's like, Fuck, this is and the the woman starts rambling about how you you brought this back. She wants you back and all this sort of stuff. So I'm only at the start, but some of the imagery and some of the some of the scares are quite good. Okay. There's an old lady involved who's just I mean, she's creepy to look at. But when she starts sneering and doing those kind of evil smiles and shit, yeah, very creepy. Mm. Okay.
0: Worthwhile. All right. All right. That's everything? That's it. All right, let's take a break.
1: Only a couple of tangents, really.
0: Let's take a break. Uh, Here is the trailer for 1989's The Punisher.
2: If society won't punish the guilty, Uh. he will.
0: You see this board here? Every time he kills somebody, I put a red pin. So far, the only thing that I've got to show for is these little calling cards
1: here and a whole bunch of these.
2: Now let me tell you something about this
1: punisher. If he ever shows up within 1,000 yards of me, he'll find out what the word punished really means.
2: He defends the innocent. But if you are guilty, he gives no warning and shows no mercy. What the hell is this? Trouble. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, Lewis Gossett Jr. Mr. P. Happy hunting. The Punisher. Justice with a vengeance.
0: The Punisher, from 1989, directed by Mark Goldblatt. Who, as you pointed out, directed Dead Heat, but he also edited, you know, a lot of really good films, including things like T2 Mm. and stuff like that. So he was a very well-known editor. Produced by Robert Mark Kamen, who wrote The Fifth Element, Taken, and The Transporter. So he's obviously in pretty tight with Luke Besson, and it's written by Boaz Yakin. He directed Remember the Titans. He also wrote Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. And Now You See Me. So, you know... And who, Now
1: You See Me too, I believe, Yeah, so. I think so.
0: But people who actually did have some experience. It stars Dolph Lundgren as Frank Castle, Lewis Gossett Jr. as Jake Berkowitz, and Jerome Crabb as Gianni Franco. Budget was $9 million, and unfortunately there is I have an unknown for box office because it wasn't released <laughs> wide theatrically. In fact, I'm not even sure if it was released theatrically. Mm. Uh, now, there's a little bit of trivia here. It's stated that Dolph helped revise the Punisher's monologues to be more comfortable saying them. I think that might be code for cut, cut large chunks of it out. Yeah. And also the role of Frank Castle was initially offered to Michael Paray. <laughs> but due to his busy schedule, he passed. Mm. I don't know what's funnier. It was offered to Michael Parra or his busy schedule. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you said someone mentioned Christoph Lambert's name. Christophe
1: Lambert got mentioned at some point. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's All right, in the cruises to the Punisher. It just would have been, you know, just would have continued the upward. Well, path.
0: that seems right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit like Greystoke: Legend of Tarzan to the Punisher. Eddie, Eddie in the Cruisers. Eddie in the cruises. Yeah. <laughs> My thoughts on this is, it actually does have a couple of good moments, but it. It's just let down by, I mean, it's cheap as chips, like really. Yeah. And it doesn't really have a lot of scope. You know, it's a pretty small, contained sort of film. Lundgren looks the part, but he never truly convinces his Frank Castle. He's very wooden, uh, and it was early in his acting career. I'm not knocking him. It's just the role doesn't, they don't offer a lot of shades to the role either. Uh, so there's not Except, a lot there.
1: Uh, shades of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and the, I'm not going to call the action scenes pulse pounders. <laughs> no. At any point. No. So for me personally, yeah, it's two out of five. Yeah. Which I think's been pretty fucking generous, yeah. to be honest.
1: Yeah, I was, I was the same. There was parts of it. There was, you know, a couple of sequences that I genuinely enjoyed. You know, they yeah. were fine for, for a cheap little action flick, but. Um, the thing is, I felt like Dolph was fine as the Punisher f- that they wrote. Yeah. But they didn't explore anything, any of the grief or anything, and, and I'm not sure Dolph was the man to do that anyway. So, yeah, for that that part of it. Not to knock you know,
0: Dolph, but I think his first question read, what's grief? <laughs> <laughs> that's.
1: Think, I think that's... Uh, I think that's <laughs> I think he was okay for what you were going for, but, yeah, the story's a bit muddled. As you said, cheap as chips, a couple of things. There's just some random things occasionally where you're like, what the, you know, what? Even in a even in a, 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 a movie that's not going to win you Oscars, you're looking at the writing and going, who put that in there? Like... <laughs> So yeah, overall, I think it was a two out of five as well. Pulse, pulse pounding action scenes, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> as you yeah. mentioned, quite were, pulse- were quite the order of
0: the day. My, I, I checked my Fitbit, my heart rate <laughs> <laughs> I did not register any higher than about sixty. Yeah, I think
1: they spoke to the stunt people and just said, "Look, we just want just steady heartbeats. will do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a, just don't go overboard. We don't want anyone having a fucking heart attack. all <laughs> <Just a solid laughs> heart rate
1: will do for us." <laughs>
0: The opening sequence where Castle takes out Moretti and his goons mm. is actually not too bad.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Although um, you, you passed over the um, the E N N exposition nightly news. <laughs> <a similar laughs> yeah, thing. that was that was an absolute. It's, it was so silly, but it made my likes because it was it was an all timer.
2: <laughs> explain the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they explain Castle's backstory in about twenty seconds, and then they drop. Oh, there's uh, you know uh, a couple of more murders attributed to the mysterious Punisher. <laughs> after they've just told us Frank Castle's backstory and how it, like it was so funny. I was in stitches <laughs> when that was going on. But yeah, that the, that sequence in the it's actually not Actually,
0: pretty good. And it's because they keep the Punisher sort of they don't show him. Um, yeah. In full, they kind of do it a little bit by stealth, or as stealthy as Dolph Lundgren can do yeah. it. But it works.
1: Hey mate, he's you know Olympic. I know Olympic level athlete. I'm sure he can do do stealthy. I have got question
0: marks on Moretti's fucking uh, security detail. Yeah. He just seems to walk in the through a window at the top top Yeah, i I'm
1: not sure how he got in there, but but it's but yeah, not too bad. The, aside from the acting of the goons, the yeah. scene the scene was pretty good, yeah. and it was more in keeping with. You know, he sticks to the shadows because until, they say until the until whole mysterious
0: shadow. Punisher that we've we know of. Yeah, this this worked to go that way. And Plus,
1: he sticks to, he sticks to the shadows until you know he's he's got it, got the mobs mobsters cleaned up. Yeah, and then it's just.
0: And know, honestly, I was in absolute stitches when he walks out into the the doorway. Mm. You see him briefly. Yeah, and then he steps away, and everything blows up. You just hear this reporter going. Oh, God,
1: there's, there's shit all over like, the lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was all my... Right. I remember watching this about ten years ago with a couple of mates and all of us, all of us cracked up during that scene <laughs> because... Just couldn't stop you know, laughing. Because some of the shots, a couple of the shots even going kind of slow-mo. Yeah. And then... But they still keep the the chatter from the reporters going throughout the whole sequence, and it really sort of undermines what is a pretty solid shot of Dolph in the doorway, yeah, with the and b- then the fly house blowing up around him. Like mm-hmm. that was all awesome, but yeah, that guy going on about it. <laughs> shit. On <laughs> the lens. Then, but the, even before that, there's a little chatter, and you hear, oh, who's that?" Oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's constantly going.
0: <laughs> uh. Louis Gossett Jr. All class. Excellent actor. Yeah. Mate, I mean, his career, he just didn't get the opportunities.
1: He's just got a presence.
0: He does, and he's got a he's got a real sort of he sells it. Yeah. He sells it well.
1: Even like the second he's on screen. Yeah. The very first thing is when they're talking to him and he's like, No, come it. No comment. And then he turns around, he's like, haven't you got anything better to do at
0: three o'clock in the morning? Shit.
1: Yeah, it was was, awesome. The line about, you know, it's two in the goddamn morning. And then he turns around, sort of more facing the camera and gives it a shit and delivers it like (laughs) few others in Hollywood can deliver
0: it. Yeah, look, Gossett Jr. brings a touch of class to the acting stakes because he, he's funny he's he's Robinson Crusoe that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say he's on an island I don't even think he's on an island I think he's on a raft floating in the ocean he's just got that little piece to work with
0: he's like that character in bloody um, The Shallows he's Fucking rock, yeah, the, <laughs> is shark <laughs> the bloke, bloke is—he's all class, yep. and I, you know what? I've been a—I've um, been a Lewis Gossett Junior fan for years. Yeah. He just never quite got those opportunities, he even though loves,
1: he won an Oscar. He just loved your Iron Eagle back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love my Iron Eagle, my George Three D. <laughs> <God. laughs>
1: What about um, Toy Soldiers? Isn't it Toy Soldiers? Toy soldiers. Like, pick up that
0: banana. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toy Soldiers. You know what? He actually made some good pictures in a Max all. Yeah. Toy uh, Soldiers. We Toy have Soldiers to was good. We have to yeah, that. that is a good film. Personal favourite of mine was Midnight Sting. I'm, I'm fucking not joking. Check it out. <laughs> okay. it's bloody good, yeah. You know, James Woods, right. Lewis Gossett Jr. It's bloody good.
1: James Woods. <laughs> <We're talking> <laughs> <about> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Reality. As an actor, great actor. I don't, I don't give a fuck what he does in yeah, his yeah. personal life. You've got to qualify
1: that whenever yeah. you're talking as about actor, As an actor, I like James Woods.
0: Everything else, I don't want to know that about. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I actually liked the idea of the the Yakuza coming into for a hostile takeover, basically, Yeah. Um, of organised crime and basically being seen as kind of like this mysterious presence that was, you know, basically going to take them all out.
1: Well, it mixed up, it mixed up the the kind of the bad guys, I suppose. that yeah. the, He was running into. Funnily enough, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when John Berthold made his debut with the Punisher and in Daredevil season two. It was like the hand was running around all over again. <laughs> it was, yeah. It got, I was watching it going, this is a bit funny now in retrospect, but. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was – I had a, I had a massive problem with one aspect of it, but in terms of – But at
0: least it kind of gave some other angles. Well, it, and, 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 at least,
1: like, the subplot of, of her in the restaurant – like, the restaurant scene was funny in the – you know, when everyone pulls a gun out. Yeah. But another side of it was like, that's pretty cool. The way they've yeah. set it up is just this evil villain plot in there actually kind of works. The way I also evaporated.
0: kind of like the fact that she poisoned them yeah. not, not shot them. Yeah, like yeah. I thought that was really cool because you're kind of thinking in a movie of this caliber yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a massive it shootout it and they're all the killed.
1: Yeah, you're expecting it all down the line and when she says, we, she kind of laughs and says, I've already killed you. Meh. You're like, oh, no, wow, that was, was
0: actually rather that. interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's <was> expecting <laughs> well, to go hey,
0: well done fellas. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like that but I just Just felt it brought a little angle to it that was, at least interesting. um, Yeah, at the very least, and it Uh, sets
1: up, you know, it sets up things down the track. It sets up the the sequences where Dolph's got to got to take him on with the guy that he's trying to take. The
0: double crossing and the whole you need to help me to get my son back. Yeah, you know those things play into it and offer again a slightly different angle to it all, which I thought was okay. There is one particular scene in the prison cell when Castle's been arrested where Gossett Jr. and Castle have a conversation and, mate, Gossett Jr. sells it beautifully. He's doing
1: doing the heavy lifting.
0: He's doing all the heavy lifting. But Dolph even kind of showcases a little bit of, you know, a slight bit of emotion there. Yeah. It's a good sequence where he's saying, "You've killed 125 people. You, you're sick. Yeah. You're a sick man. You know, basically, for all this shit about being the Punisher and punishing people, you're actually a mass murderer, basically." Yeah. And I kind of liked that. I thought that was really an interesting and intriguing way to to kind of place that character.
1: Yeah, and it sort of went. Back to Gossett's backstory as well, which was I actually liked when they're talking when he's talking about how he was basically a drunk and ruined his career. Mm. But Castle was the one that was Fragged like, him out, You man. know, I want to learn from the best, and yeah. you're the best, just not in your current state. Basically, <laughs> it was kind of like you know that, he, that was his that was his only lifeline left. It was a little bit cliche the backstory, but I thought again Gossett sold it,
2: yeah.
1: worked pretty well for what it was, and. um yeah, I th- I wish they'd kind of explored that just a little more. Well,
0: that's right. I mean, for of all the Punisher films and TV shows out there, I don't think anyone's looked at it that way. We always look at the Punisher as this righteous individual. Yeah, know? I
1: think the Netflix one did a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, a little bit, but cop. not. Well, it it also has the, haven't the seen whole series 2. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen there series is two. there is some parts in series two where the cop, especially, is is trying to even then you're right he sort of comes back to that castle is doing the right thing but there is parts where he's just telling him what you're you know what you're doing is not right yeah. you are you are still a crook basically
0: yeah and so i yeah, i actually like the that angle with the,
1: <laughs> the, yeah with the with the amount of with the you know amount of episodes that it got even though it was only a short run on Netflix it still got you know, twenty plus hours to explore that yeah. stuff,
0: and, and um, so the, the TV show had more time to perhaps dig yeah, into it.
1: But the um, mental, the mental illness part of it is quite intriguing. Really, they actually do it a bit more with Jigsaw in the Netflix series. They go into the, the mental illness side of it. Yeah, and it it. Yeah, I think it, I, I think, think it's it's, a good, it's, a good it's not hard to take. it's
0: not hard to to think that the TV show is always going to be probably superior because they have more time to and look It
1: wasn't made by New World Pictures. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but none of the films have the time to explore.
1: No, and at this point, like you can't hold it against this movie because at this point these guys clearly didn't know what the fuck they were doing with comic book movies. You yeah. Know, they were just taking the character 89. and going, Hey, what about You don't talk to the writers of the comic books. You say, right, well, well, fuck, what's this? A revenge story. Right. Yeah, don't worry about what you've got over there. Don't worry about that established history. Mm. Won't bother looking at this, the good stories that you've got. We'll just rewrite it. <laughs> we'll write what we want to write.
0: And the other thing about that sequence in the, the cell that I liked was it kind of humanised the character a little bit
1: kind of gave it. Were, uh, I thought you were going to say the way that um, Lundgren expressed, expressed his sort of disenchantment with life and the world. and
0: <laughs> Lundgren kept real, his shit to a minimum yeah, in yeah, that I mean, sequence.
1: He wordlessly just gave that all to you on screen. Do you think on that screen?
0: He, he talked more? But then <laughs> as they looked back at that, they were saying, Dolph, uh, you probably do less yeah. in this sequence. Let Lewis do it, mate. He's just, okay. They said,
1: Dolph, I really like how you're saying it with your eyes.
0: Yeah. And Dolph's <laughs> like, mm, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> and I keep going over to Gossett Jr. And go, listen, t- just tell him to shut up. <laughs> keep going. Just, um, Lewis, just talk over <laughs> but, it, but it's a good sequence, that. It's one of the rare ones that's really well acted apart from Gossett Jr. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Because Gossett Jr. is surrounded by lesser, thesp- <laughs> lesser <laughs> thespians in the film... That sequence is the only one that kind of I felt I kind of felt a little bit of a human element to the Punisher. Mm. Uh, and well, uh,
1: look, we're giving him a bit of a kicking, but I am going to say I'm putting <laughs> it in the likes that upon review for what they wrote. I think Lundgren did the job. Oh yeah. They didn't as we've said, they didn't they didn't really give him a lot of uh, meat to chew on no. when it comes to the emotional parts and that was probably the right choice because he's not he wasn't there for his acting. No. But for what they gave him this revenge tale, I thought he was perfectly well, yeah. serviceable Look, he was
0: very, he was serviceable and
1: he's like the 10 year veteran that's uh, you know giving you 5 points 5 rebounds but you'll sign him up cuz he'll do the job <laughs> yeah he when, when called upon he'll do the job he's not having a 40
0: point night no no but he'll get you something when you need it and yeah. the thing is the punisher is played as very quiet not a lot of talk very physical Yep. And, and that's Lundgren, Stock and Trade in 89. Yeah. You know, that was what he was. And good athlete. Yeah, and, and that's he, what they were even after. Even he.
1: Even he has a couple of good scenes. The, the part with the kid at the end.
0: Yeah. Actually pretty well. Yeah, not bad. I not bad.
1: Yeah. I, I'm. Uh, you know, I have I have laughed at, at Dolph as the Punisher before. But going back to it for the first time. It in wasn't. Years,
0: it was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was no, going to be. No. And he wasn't anywhere near as bad no, as I thought. No. God, it was. no. No. And look, You're right. They were. He was given this role, not only because Paré turned to death. Do you think Michael
1: Norrie got Norey, a call? Norrie's agent didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> i say Norrie gets a call for everything. <laughs>
0: uh, Norrie's agent issued a statement: "Mr. Norrie's not, not interested in comic book products at this time."
1: <laughs> Mr. Norrie's phone was running so hot at the time, you, you know, all you'd get was the was the engaged tone. And so they didn't bother calling back.
0: Yeah, I, I think Mr Norrie's phone number was very similar to a pizza joint. That was the only reason it was running hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a lot of... yeah We didn't get you jobs at tonight, but... Um, <laughs> I've got, yeah, we, got <laughs> you delivery for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've got the pizza I've been going, and I think we can make a few dollars. LAUGHTER
0: <laughs> But, yeah, Lundgren, Lundgren is given a certain type of role, and I think it was all to his physicality. That's basically what they were after, a yeah. physical sort of presence. And he brings that. He's a big guy. He's a good athlete. And he has all those martial arts and uh, kickboxing skills and stuff that you require. Yeah. Because the, my last like was I actually enjoy, enjoyed the fight between him and the two do- ninja fellas and the dojo sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because so, that, awesome. that seemed pretty – pretty full-on, like they were actually giving each other a bit of a touch-up. Yeah. So it it felt real. It felt had a little bit more reality to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, those guys were obviously good martial artists. Dolph's a good martial artist. Yeah. It looked really good on screen, considering the movie's pretty cheap. Yes. So you had to get the best you could out of some of that stuff. And they did in parts. Yep. (laughs) Not many. No, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah just getting a couple of
1: selects. Portions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any other likes for you? Yeah,
1: well, you know what? As a luger, you going to get your double down. on love Double Double down. <laughs> I'm, I'm double on double. <laughs> yeah, I look at it and I think if they had taken a couple more elements from the from the comics, it would have been a perfectly serviceable little action movie. Mm. But because they, for, I, I don't know why I don't know it was so, if it was so cheap that they couldn't be bothered to fucking get a bit of white paint for the black shirt <laughs> to use the logo. I just felt like with a little bit more of a comic booky angle and, and those, because essentially that's what works about the Yakuza. The woman's a little bit over the top. Yeah. A little bit like if they had just gone with a couple more of those comic book type angles, it would have been better.
0: Actually, I'll probably throw her a little bit of, bit of love. I actually thought she wasn't too bad as yeah. a villain. She brought that yeah, she was a little bit over the top. A little bit quirky, eccentric. Nobody, nobody's going to, you know, think that she was an actress of great note. But she did a job required for what they were after. Yeah. And I think it was, the, as you say, that quirky, eccentric type of villain mm. who also showed a little bit of bit of toughness when that boy kind of tries to attack her and she just grabs him by the hand yeah, yeah. And then just tells him, you know, we will just take you guys apart. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, you know.
1: Well, she was the only one of those that had moments like that. The heads of the of the um, the mobsters yeah. crews didn't have any of that. Yeah, they just had. They just had. Dialogue that wasn't um, all that. Snappy. She basically
0: tells them, "We'll take seventy-five percent. You both can take twenty-five percent." That's basically it. That's so how they.
1: The the mobsters didn't have much of that snappy dialogue to you know. Yeah. The memorable dialogue or anything like that. She she had it all.
0: Yeah. So really. I'll give her a, a like on that front.
1: Yep.
0: Um, do you have any other likes? No, on? no,
1: that was it. Did was I? Also, it? I mentioned Dolph. Dolph, you mentioned,
0: him. you mentioned him. was great. Yeah. We talked about pulse pounding, uh, to get into the dislikes. The action scenes do not, do not raise any excitement. They really don't. I mean, there's one in particular where he's trying to stop some sort of shipment down on the wharf or whatever. Mm. It's just boring. Yeah. Honestly, I was just sitting there going, what is going on The only
1: part out... I remember out of that is that he shoots the shoots the harpoon through the guy's chest yeah. and then ziplines down on the, yeah. on the thing. Other than that, yeah, it was just rumble. Just it was so
0: down. boring. It was like, and yeah. Including. Even when the explosions and the shootouts are happening, it was kind of pretty, yeah. In I mean,
1: that particular scene was one of the most laughable bits of work I've ever seen. The two henchmen arguing over the, the little walkie-talkie. Oh, not the walkie-talkie, but one of them says, I can't, I can't turn the thing on. And the other bloke turns it on and goes, Oh, really difficult. And the next thing is back and forth. Fuck Thank you. you. No, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God, what is going on here? Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, it was weird. But yeah, the, none of the
0: action sequences really do the job. And if you're making a pretty much a B picture, because that's what this was. Yeah. It was not a higher... That's where you cut, uh, you cut... the mustard yeah. blowing things up. That's where your
1: bread's buttered, mate. Yeah. you, know, you, you got to do that stuff well. You, you get can. an idiot
0: like me in the door yeah. by blowing some stuff up. Because you And say, doing it well.
1: We've sped through the exposition and the backstory with a quick nightly news <laughs> clip. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just, let's blow some shit up, let's have some punch-ons and make them exciting.
0: Exactly. And none of them were exciting. I've had many a film... I've had, I've seen many a film that you would call cheap, that, yeah, it's a shit fest plot-wise and everything, but but once the punch-ons are happening, Mm. I'm in. And when the explosions are happening, because they're well choreographed and well-directed.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: um, You know, there's not too many sort of, you know, Terminator 2-style films that cost $100 and then the action stuff's outstanding. Yeah. There's not many of those. So you make your bread and butters on that cheaper side of things you've got to give me something exactly and you got nothing
1: that's there was where, absolutely
0: nothing new here
1: I mean that's where you, you kind of got to get a few little set pieces happening and yeah and, and that's where the memorable stuff comes out and it just didn't yeah it wasn't and
0: there. the only one that sort of had lifted slightly above was the fight with the two blokes mm. that was it yep um
1: and the uh, you know, as you said, the the, the start in the mansion, but yeah. that wasn't even really an action sequence. Nah, it was, it was kind no of, of just gone,
0: showcasing what the Punisher what what he could do. do.
1: Yeah, you passed over the intro. What no, the no, fuck I was going to talk intro? about.
0: I don't know. It was like a Bond film. I, I really don't know, and it had this fucking shocking music. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't know.
1: What's I didn't know going on here? all these random, all these random bad guys, and
0: him shooting them down? Oh,
1: what is <laughs> happening?
0: <laughs> It was like a Bond star. It was, it was weird. It was really weird.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but it wasn't done with any class <laughs> like, a, no. like the Bond films are done with that sort of no, cool kind of.
1: They weren't. Um, they weren't paying for artists that were at the top of the Billboard charts at the time to, <laughs> to do the theme or anything like that. They just,
0: yeah, Look, weird. We talked about being cheap as chips. I mean, this thing. It doesn't even have a packet. They the chips in. This like a randomly thrown on the table. The old black
1: and gold, uh, black and gold brand.
0: <laughs> it's just—it's really cheap looking. Yeah. Uh, and surely you weren't paying Dolph Lundgren or Lewis Gossett Jr. a large portion of your budget. No. So.
1: And you were shooting in Sydney.
0: Yeah. So what? And it was a fairly compressed. As I said, it—it's not a. It's not really, a, a have no, really have much scope. No, it didn't really have much scope. So you like, can compress it. So what are you paying for? I don't know. You got to blow really things up.
1: Paying for the theme and <laughs> the theme song and the intro. Jesus. We're also speaking of cheap. We're back in Die Hard Two territory where Dolph meditates in the nude. Was <laughs> that because they couldn't afford to buy him a costume for that particular scene? Or
0: yeah, look, mate, if you're going to nude, put some fucking crackers on. And secondly. Yeah, you're down in a sewer.
1: Yeah. If like, yeah. you
0: cut yourself, that's how you get Lyme yeah, disease. Look,
1: it's a catchphrase, mate. Don't brood nude. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're, that's what we're with right now Especially if you're in the sewer. Like uh, your tockler's touching the ground there. You're catching something. <laughs> You're not careful.
0: You've
1: got to have at least a little on of that water's not
0: being filtered, dick shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm telling you now. Yeah. You are sitting in someone's fecal matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Minimum. Put your jocks on. <laughs> Be smart.
0: <laughs> Man, put some bloody thongs or something on as well. Yeah, that's right.
1: Ah. Yeah, you'll have bloody T (laughs) Dia (laughs) on (laughs) that as well. (laughs)
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you have the kind of titty that makes you look like the bloody fly or something. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah, look, yeah, don't you know, breathe the know, dick, like, mate. I get, I understand, like, but I didn't quite understand all that. Was well, he meditating? I thought
1: he was meditating, but he was—I don't know—he was talking to himself <laughs> or something. He was—he was, he was editing a few monologues while he was while he was down there. But I get that he's kind of removed himself from society and he's. Not bothered by the social norms and shit, but you still live in a fucking sewer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about anyone walking in. I also I'm noticed, about, yeah, what you're catching down there.
0: I, I also noticed that when he was brooding and meditating in the nick, yeah, he was quite lathered up. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a the sweat. Well, there's a lot of candles in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There are no candles, not a lot of ventilation. <laughs> you know
0: what, though? He's ill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we I think
0: <laughs> we was like one of those sessions.
1: He wasn't so much talking about the murders. He's You've like, got a fever darling. Like, but you
0: you are meditating in the nude. You are you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> you're mentally ill. Do you mean the hundred and twenty five people I've killed? No. <laughs> you look like you're cracking a fucking fever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, look, next time Dolph meditates in the nude and he fucking stands up and his old fella falls off, (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's that's your own fault. (laughs) It's so your own
1: know fault, mate. Yeah, mate. It's called gangrene. You've seen the Toxic Avenger. That's what happens.
0: Yeah, mate. It's called gangrene. i you, lost it. <laughs> his beard also looks like it's kind of painted on. Yeah, <laughs> it does. His beard's been kind of. It's kind of been groomed. Yeah, <laughs> like he looks like he's been it to. Did.
1: A- it looked like someone had grabbed a pencil before he went on, <laughs> on the on the scene. Although I did, I heard that he, uh, the bloke, was depriving himself of sleep to. To get the look of it oh, to get the no. What are you doing, doing, fucking?
0: What in the world are you doing, being a method actor in The <laughs> Punisher? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> of all the things to go method with, depriving yourself of sleep to get the bags under the eyes, mate. We've got a bit. we got a bit of shade for that. We put a bit of purple shade under your eyes.
0: <laughs> you haven't slept oh. for three days. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Only Daniel Day Lewis would have gone further. He would have lived in the back and sewer.
1: (laughs) And meditated
0: in the noodle. He was down there. (laughs) It was six months. (laughs) Daniel Lewis probably would have killed 125 people. Okay, we keep trying to get in contact with the plane, but he's in communicato. Built up day one on the sand. Look, I've killed 125 people. And oh, by the way, I'm just living down there. (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: I'll go to the man,
0: cover over there, i knock. Yeah, if you need
1: to get in touch with me, just drop a note to your toilet <laughs> and flush it
0: down. <laughs> Put it in our <laughs> Ziploc bag, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, they basically gloss over the death of Castle's family, <coughs> which is a key component of the Punisher. Yeah. It is a key component.
1: Yeah, I think they...
0: Uh, <laughs> so they're <laughs> over two on key components because the key components of the Punisher are his family's killed and he wears a shirt with a white skull on it. Yep. <laughs> you you yeah. You missed them both, dickheads. <laughs> no, I think... I
1: mean, in <laughs> I, didn't mind, I didn't mind so much that they they started without the origin yeah. part of it, but you needed... We needed more than just a flashback. They yeah, gave you us a flashback. some paint. sort of connection to it. Yeah, because it just...
0: And who, oh, no, they was, were shot outside their house, correct?
1: No, they were in a, a car bomb. Was this one was the car bomb? And who
0: it? was doing it to
1: The bloke that he was it Crab or was end? it
0: Moretti or whatever? The bloke that both he killed
1: No, so I don't think it was the guy. Oh, it was Crab. It was Crab. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Doesn't he say it?
0: Oh look, I, 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 look if he, oh, he if did, I wasn't take listening. It back, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they made an absolutely terrible mistake not having the classic Skull t-shirt. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: you wouldn't have even known he was actually the Punisher. Lundgren was cracking out those type of cheap, sort of, you know, half-baked action films back in the 80s. The Punisher could have just been one of those cheap films. Not yeah. the Punisher, the Marvel Comics character. Yeah, pretty much. And because he didn't wear the the iconic shirt, nobody would have known, Yeah. basically. And that's probably why it didn't... Nobody ever saw it back then.
1: And he actually would have looked... I think it would have just kind of put the costume sort of over the edge a little bit because as it stands it was just a fucking black t-shirt and black pants when and you also the, the boots you, I know you weren't a huge fan of the boots but
0: look like Mad Max you look like Mad Max too
1: but I thought yeah, kind of crossed
0: um, with an S&M club at Ted D.
1: but can you imagine like if you that shot at the start when he's in the doorway
0: yeah with the white little shirt little yeah. the light, that would have been, cool. been cool would have been cool would have been really cool yeah. I, that, that, I, I, and what I'd like to know is why yeah who knows why didn't you do it? It's it's could you not afford it? You bought the rights.
1: The fucking New World Pictures owned Marvel at the time, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so they could have done whatever they wanted. They could have put fucking Spider-Man in the movie for if they wanted, I think.
0: Good Lord. <laughs> they owned the whole catalogue. They, they could have the done whatever they wanted.
1: Point. I don't know whether look, I don't know whether this was before or after Marvel had sold their rights to the characters. But I think it was before.
0: Well, I read that Stan Lee was a consultant on that, that film. Yeah? Yeah.
1: They didn't fucking talk to him very much if they didn't, <laughs> they didn't use the design. I don't uh, believe
0: Stan Lee's got a lot to do with The Punisher, though. If no. I'm not mistaken.
1: No, but, I mean, fuck. Stan Lee was a bit of a, like, I don't know, at the time even, he was probably just a bit of a figurehead. He wasn't yeah. really doing a lot.
0: But... Sure you could have asked him do you yeah, think well, we should have, think have the white head. skull uh, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's actually the most costume
1: yeah i think but it, yeah it'd be interesting to know what they actually had access to because if they owned the entire fucking marvel catalog and they
0: chose not this, to do it it's kind of funny well it's stu- silly because as i said you don't differentiate your movie You don't have it out there that this is the Punisher.
1: Yeah, exactly. The
0: actual Punisher from the Marvel Comics. So you pull in some punters who are comic book fans, but you don't do that. You've got a generic Dolph Lundgren action film, really. Correct. That's why I didn't go to the cinemas.
1: (laughs) Is that the only reason?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think the $9 million million, million budget may have been also a reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of kind of, I don't know, deferring from the character and whatever, the Punisher delivering Grog to a presumed alcoholic on a fucking remote control car, where did that come from?
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I also was, don't really know. They don't really set up that character dynamic between those two. No. They're, he's kind of like his helper. Yeah. But yet...
1: Just getting info. <laughs>
0: Bazzarotto seems to be kind of weirdly, I don't know, how'd they get involved? I don't know. The film doesn't adequately explain
1: it. He was a down on his luck actor, but he was, yeah, he's, he's an alcoholic. Dolph's providing him with Grog for information, but who's he getting the information off? How did he come across the Punisher, like... We don't and he, he knew where the Punisher I tell, lived. I could have done a little exposition nightly news clip.
0: <laughs> this drunken hobo. <laughs> now, this drunken hobo seems to know where the Punisher is.
1: Yeah, former former Broadway star. <laughs>
0: he even knew where the Punisher was hiding out. Yeah, he out. knew
1: where he lived. Spying on him in the news. <laughs> I don't have any other dislikes. Really? i got a couple.
0: My big problem with the film was we're bigger. Like the the ideas, they were fairly broad. They were broad, yeah. The action scenes didn't work. The, the, the. the, the, I'm still baffled as to why they went without key components of the Punisher mythology.
1: Yeah. Okay, I've got a couple for you. Give it to the stretching machine. Pretty big flaw to have the, the little screws. The 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 dolphin just. uh, (laughs) (laughs) He can undo himself. (laughs) <laughs> where maybe they should have tested it maybe yeah, yeah. a bit of a oh that kind
0: of, you can get out of it a bit too easy the
1: assurance process yeah. that was kind of funny a minor one but it was kind of funny another one where you were talking about ideas that they were exploring they actually were on the verge of having a really nice little dialogue exchange when dolph and the crab what did you say the, act, the actor? I can't even remember <laughs> crabs.
0: They <bloody> <laughs> no, you know, crabs. No, crabs just fucked off. God, dead.
1: That's
0: not all they got either. <laughs> <no. laughs>
1: they had, they started having a, a little conversation about revenge. Yeah, and you know, it, what what's the limit to the revenge? And I was thinking, this is good. Like this is where you can get some really nifty lines here, and that just it didn't go for long. It just kind of they just sort of moved on from it. I was just thinking that's where that's where you should be that's where you should be that's where you get Dolph's character when they're talking about the limits to the revenge and that's where you get how he feels about his family that's where you get his impressions of you know and that would have played really nicely with the mental illness yeah is he actually you know like obviously he's he's a little bit off but you, get, you can get the sense of why he's doing what he's doing and it, it just, yeah, didn't. Well,
0: didn't this is the interesting there. thing about The Punisher. Looking at The Punisher from an outsider's perspective, because I never read the comics and all I know of The Punisher is the stuff that's been on film.
1: Yeah, which is um, where, that's where my major kind of knowledge of it comes yeah. from. I've read a few bits and pieces. But the Punisher
0: like. is primarily a very simple <laughs> revenge yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. There are shades. Yeah. If you're willing to dig, there are some shades to yeah. the Punisher that you can find. And that's the kind of thing. How far is far enough for revenge? Yeah, exactly. How far are you going to go? Exactly. What? You're going to wipe out everybody?
1: And that's where you kind of ask questions of your audience, too. Yeah. Like, if somebody if somebody did what happened to, did what they did to his whole family, that's where you start asking questions to yourself. Like, yeah. and what, unfortunately. If you had the, you had the means. What would you do to the people that did it? You yeah. know,
0: like... This didn't bother. And I'm not going to kick the shit out of the movie for that. No. Because you're talking about trying to appease a small section of fans. Because really, as I said, you're not going to take the proper mythology and the proper costuming. You're not really catering to yeah. fans of The My Punisher. problem,
1: though, is that's not even mythology. That's just interesting, yeah. interesting questions and ideas. And they kind of the
0: went there, they kind of sort of poked a couple of times.
1: Yeah, they kind of poked the, the nude meditating man <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> but they never got even to around say The dickless hey. <laughs>
0: <it's> nude meditating <laughs> <bloke>. <laughs> Yeah, they, they never got to actually turn around and say, what? Yeah. They, they kind of poked some of those ideas just briefly. Yeah. And maybe, who's who's not to think maybe that the script initially might have been more yeah focused on some of that stuff? Because that was one
1: of the few times in across all of the Punisher stuff that I've looked at thinking, I thought to myself, yeah, like, is there a point where he would stop? Like, yeah. <laughs> there was just, I never quite got there.
0: And I think that they do skirt again with that idea slightly in the, in the next one mm. too a little they bit they asked yeah. a similar question
1: and again in the tv show they you know they explored they got they got the chance to explore so much in the tv show that they skirt around there too but yeah, yeah that was that was i thought a real missed opportunity now,
0: did you say there was a problem with the yakuza did we yes, get to that yes that's my, This the- is my last
1: <coughs> big one my last dislike and it's probably the biggest is that Although I probably found the Yakuza more interesting than the other guys, hmm. the problem is the Yakuza just minimised the other guys, but they're the ones that the Punisher has a problem with.
0: Yeah, not the Yakuza. So
1: he's going after the Yakuza, but then it's like... But the guys that killed his family are being, you know... Pushed to the t- back. Pushed, pushed to the back by the Yakuza and...
0: And then we have to team up with Krabs.
1: Yeah, then- so they're kind of... The, the, the guys... The the mobsters kinda of do nothing in yeah, the room. Well, yeah. And they they're they just they're just undercut because the Yakuza comes in and they're just like, You guys are you guys are out and their crew are just like oh, fuck, we are <laughs> out no, We got nothing to come back to. They just here. fold. <laughs> yeah, they do. They fold and there's just no back and forth except <clears throat> for the boss who teams up with the Punisher and then they kinda of remove them and then have their little have have out what they need to have out, but the preceding fifty minutes to an hour of the movie, they've just been made pointless. You know, sort of. Yeah, that was that was my only issue Agreed. with the UK. And also teaming in,
0: so. up with the with the mobster guy to help him get his son out, it just doesn't feel like a Punisher move. Even though he's yeah. kind of being held to ransom because he's holding the bar- barriotto? <laughs> yeah yeah it just doesn't <laughs> seem right and and the, the funny thing is that
1: conversation about how far is enough he's in the he's in the elevator with a guy that he wants to get just kill him so does he kill him and then say i'll save the kids myself or yeah. Like, yeah,
0: I don't know. Again, interesting ideas that probably weren't... They weren't even bothered to be explored. No. Because, once again, you're going with a B-grade action film. So you cut away some of that stuff. Yep. Anything else? No, that was it for me. All right, that was The Punish of 89. Now, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about... We're going to compare... Punisher of 89 versus the Punisher of 2004 mm-hmm. with uh, Man of the 2000s himself, yep. Thomas Jane. So here's the trailer for 2004's The Punisher. Haunting. This is not vengeance. No,
2: it's not vengeance. It's punishment. Call the
1: Russian.
2: Ah! Coward's safe! Took everything from me. Make Castle dead! <laughs> You'll come to know me well. No one's ever stood up for me before. Call me The Punisher. Oh. Shouldn't play with knives.
0: The Punisher from 2004, directed by Jonathan Hensley, who was actually most well known for writing both Armageddon and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Produced by R.V. Arad, who produced many of the Marvel films, current Marvel films, and Gail Ann Hurd, who produced Aliens, The Abyss, and The Terminator. And it was written by Jonathan Hensley and Michael France. And Michael France wrote Cliffhanger and Goldeneye. It stars Thomas Jane as Frank Castle slash The Punisher, John Travolta as Howard Saint, Will Patton as Quentin Glass, Rebecca Romain as Joan, and Ben Foster as Spacker Dave. The budget was thirty-three million dollars, and the box office was fifty-four worldwide. Probably scraped to break even, I'd say. Mm. Now <clears throat> you contributed at the
1: theatres. I did. Oh, I did too. Mm. I wish I hadn't. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Rebecca O'Main stated that in a scene where she sews up a knife wound on Thomas Jane, she actually pushed the needle too far in and ended up actually sewing a couple of stitches on his body instead of the actual prosthetic wound that was there. Nice. Uh, Bag's not having her as a... (laughs) uh, doing any
1: nursing. (laughs) I bet TJ...
0: TJ gritted his teeth and bared it. Yeah. Okay, what's your take on The Punisher? Okay, so it's... (laughs)
1: Another bunch of missed opportunities, hmm. I felt like. Whenever I watched it, I, was, I just felt like, gee, you're getting pretty close, but you just keep fluffing it. Like, yeah. I think, I like Thomas Jane. Not sure he was the man for this role.
0: He's a man but for all again, seasons. again, there is and not cop that from you.
1: <laughs> but again, in his defence, he didn't really get what you would want to work with for the role either, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, I got a few big issues with the way that they deal with Castle taking his place back in society. <laughs> I think maybe he should have been catching buddy diseases <laughs> down in the sewer too. But uh, <laughs> they played it very differently, and I just I don't feel like it was. Uh, I feel like they had more advantages than Dolph's
0: version, like well, they had more money, four times as much money,
1: actors. Yeah, um, but again, they just they just whiffed on on other areas of it. So I reckon two and a half would be fair.
0: Yeah, I join you on two and a half. It's better than the Dolph one, only because of what you've said. More money, better actors. It looks pretty good. Like, it's pretty well made in that sense. I would agree. I feel the same way about Thomas Jane as I did about Dolph. He's serviceable. Physically, Jane bulks up and bulks up well. He has a few scenes and, and he's a decent enough actor that you can buy into him. Oh, his but acting is fine. His but acting it's fine. it's the way it's written for him. Yeah. The punisher in general in this is also makes some really weird decisions. Yeah. It it doesn't quite you know, they do it's like two steps forward and then you know, like like one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. They they find they, they get the right costuming and everything. And then they take two steps back with him doing all sorts of stupid fucking clandestine trying to play glasses and play um, saints' men against him. Like That's not the Punisher. So again, it's, again, I can only go by what I know. Mm. But, you know, I see the Punisher as like a blunt object. Just a yeah. guy who's just
1: enraged. Yeah. Look, I liked some of that.
0: And, yeah, those the ideas were interesting, but it didn't just, feel like a Punisher film. Yeah, that's right. So I'd go two and a half. I think it's a better film than Lundgren's, but not by a great deal. No. Um, which is a surprise, because I would have been thinking, when I when I, we first tucked this one up, I was thinking, Lundgren's one out of yeah, five.
1: You were thinking, <laughs> oh, it's another opportunity for me to just, you know, butter up Thomas Jane. Almonds. Four out of five, three of them for Thomas. Like, Look, the likes.
0: I actually, no, I, I found Thomas Jane okay as The punishing.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we talked about it, and part of it is the script stuff. He, like, his acting's fine. As an actor, I really like the guy. I think he's good. I think he can cut... You love the guy. No, I just really like him. I, you love I, him. Like, I like the guy. Okay, um, you love him. Go it's still on. the 2000s. <laughs> it's still time for him to bring me around. Um, but...
0: He's heading on another year. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's uh, I'm letting him off. The, I'm, I'm dropping him off at 2020. You know what? <laughs> you've given him 20 years. If <laughs> he <laughs> I've given him 20 years of my life. How big's
1: the window? <laughs>
2: Surely
1: <laughs> if you could have lived a man in the 2000s, you've given him 25
0: at least. No, 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 20. Like, look, you know what? Well, I gave 15. Him 15 with a five years and a great period. i dropped him by the time this came out. <laughs> No, I think he's
1: he's fine in the action sequences too. I just think, I mean, we'll probably talk about it a little bit later. But there's a little little too much too much smoldering mild inconvenience rather than grief has destroyed my
0: life. Yeah, kind of. but in a way, I think that's kind of hampered both of these performances. Yeah,
1: and again, it's part of it's kind of what they gave him to do. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think he's.
0: Uh, I think he's, I put it he's in the fine. likes because I think generally the cast is actually pretty good. The cast is pretty good. Um, yeah, with Travolta hams it up. Travolta hamming, but
1: could have been could have been fine in a better picture. But it
0: also seemed like, as I looked at the film, Travolta doesn't seem like he was there that much. No, uh, you know, I get this feeling that Travolta took a a paycheck. For a small amount of time.
1: Based on days or something.
0: Yeah, something like that. But I
1: thought, I thought Travolta was okay. Yeah, he was
0: okay. Um, Will I Patton gets my money. I liked,
1: I liked him and Will Patton together too, but Patton's probably the, the, yeah.
0: He's the ace for me because I would have been happy with Patton as saint, even, as yeah. the main villain. Yeah. Because Patton always brings something slightly interesting to these sort of things. They
1: actually, I felt they kind of fit their roles, but when you look at it, yeah, Patton's the kind of... Travolta seemed like the sort of the hothead and Patton was the guy that was getting the job done. So I kind of liked it from that angle. And I felt like, yeah, just a little more interesting work from. It was sort of like the stuff with The Punisher actually undercut them too. Yeah. So.
0: But then you had. You also had people in the cast like, yeah, you Roy Scheider briefly. You yeah. had. You know, you had um, Ben Foster yeah. in an early role. Yeah. Decent actors, you know, solid people who can give you decent performances, and that's what you got. So from a cast in total, Mm -hmm. I think it was pretty good.
1: I actually also, sticking with the villains, I actually uh, quite like the opening in the club. Yeah. Where the guy, not the opening of the, obviously there's the scene before that, but the opening, where where you meet Travolta, I guess, would be the... Where where Mickey gets taken back to the club and and Glass is questioning him yeah. and Will Patton is there you know he's given that performance there and then Travolta comes in into the club yeah. and you know starts going on about I'm gonna kill the man that yeah. you know was supposed to protect my son and then shoots the other guy and I was sort of like that that all that all yeah. sort of set him up pretty nicely yeah. I, I actually felt like that
0: for me worked out quite well the real stry- standout sequence for me with um, pattern that sort of indicates he would make for a really great villain is when he actually rips all the piercings out of Ben Foster's face. Yeah, and that he's, was cool. he's just, it's cold and, and calculated that he just talks to him like he's a normal bloke and then he just starts ripping them out. Mm. It's really kind of cold. Yep. And I really liked that and I felt that's the kind of guy that you're looking at. Yeah. You know? And then he just walks out and his hands are covered in blood and he just says, if he'd have known something he would have talked, you know? Yeah. It's like... The guy's just like he's got no, I can. Comp, he's got no sort of compulsion, but to just do this, he, he, it doesn't bother him. Yeah, and so I like that, and I think that that's kind of something he could have brought to the to the main villain role. But you know what? I sort of. But in a way, I've got, he works really well in the back villain. Yeah, I think he was. I think that stuff was okay,
1: and I think it was other stuff that made it not quite work so well. I think those two together mm. sort of did alright. Yeah. I mean I've I've made John Travolta a little bit of a punching bag in yeah. in previous episodes, but the guy can the guy can do the work, especially in something like this where you're not expecting all the nuance all all the time. You know, you are allowed to chew a lot of the scenery well, and he does that. Travolta
0: you know? in a way understood the the brief that he was probably given. Which yep. is you're allowed to go over the top. This yeah. is a this is a comic book film. You're yeah, supposed yeah. to be a, a, a scenery chewing kind of diabolical villain. That's yep. kind of what we want from you. Um, exactly. And I think we got that. Yeah. In a way, I think we did too. Um, I actually loved the opening credits. I thought yeah, the way it opened was fab, absolutely fantastic.
1: Question. Would you have paid as much attention to that if you didn't have Dolph's opening credits in your in, in the front of your <laughs> mind? Possibly your
0: <laughs> not. But I love the way that Marvel Comics comes up, and then you just hear boom, 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 and it just the, they turns into like comic book page, and, and bullet holes and go white. through it. Yeah, yeah. And then it, you see the falling gun cut shells, and they're all drawn, hand drawn, and yeah. it's got that melancholy kind of music and everything. That was great. Yeah, I just it, was thought cool. it was Such a it had a real kind of like film noir type of feel to it mm-hmm. and comic book feel, and I really liked it. I thought, geez, geez we've opened strong here. Yeah.
1: It, um, I, had a, I had to have a bit of a laugh in the first scene where, where Thomas Jane's undercover and as Otto Krieg. <laughs> um, he, was, he was reprising the Andy Dick look that he was rocking <laughs> in Face Off. Yeah, I'm not one for fan theories, but I'm throwing mine out there. Krieg, Krieg, Frank Castle's undercover in Face Off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, possibly, possibly. It was everything but the glasses. Chuck the glasses on him, and it's a, it's a, it's a more refined Otto. Well, it's a more scruffy Otto Krieg in Face Off.
0: Where were you going with
1: that? Bro? No, it was just it, it the, it, it made me look, it made me laugh. Yeah. Like seeing that, seeing that again, I'm just like, yeah, those those kind of blonde locks, blonde scruffy locks don't really work for. No, <laughs> they don't
0: work for TJ. <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, yeah, it
1: was quite funny.
0: I actually did like the scene where they killed his family. I actually thought that was okay. Yeah. Um, it worked all right for what it was. I had a major. But I got issue. major dislikes with the family in general. Yeah, I had a, I had a later. big
1: problem with the with the scene, which I'll get to. I liked the setting and everything.
0: It was suitably explosive. Yeah, but I, blew I liked a few things. You up. Know,
1: they're, they were on an island. They were fairly isolated. They had the reeds that the bad guys were yeah. creeping through and yeah. shit like that. I thought dude, that stuff was all set up
0: really nicely. Um, and I actually, f- I actually found that sequence where he sees his wife and child get run over. And then he runs over up to them. It was very much like Mad Max. It mm. reminded me of the first Mad Max. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so done
1: with a few more flourishes like Mad Max.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. A little bit more flourish, but there was a little bit of emotion in that. Yeah. And, and he, t- how he gets up, he just starts walking towards them, going.
1: <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, I like that. That was the kind of first hint of the mindset that he was going to be in, where he's just fucking standing right in front of them. Like those blokes need to be. Off Saints payroll ASAP. If like they cannot they kill them, the man, <laughs> but yeah, the, the way that he just stood there and kind of, yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah, so I, I didn't have too big of, I didn't dislike that.
1: I yeah, I like I said, I had one one problem with it that was sort of in the middle, but I'll talk about that when we get it, a little further into it.
0: I was also a big fan of shooting the barbecue tank. Yeah, I was good. Him
1: blowing him up. That was, I thought good. that was cool. What about a little bit of peak? Uh, Peak two thousands, a little bit of seether
0: broken. Oh yeah, cranks out a couple of times. Who, who? I mean, I was <laughs> oh, a new metal dickhead from way back in the early 2000s. See, so this was new metal where they just you know stripped it back. Yeah, a little look, down. that wasn't. That's a bloody. That's not a bad song. I,
1: <laughs> I do like that song. Um, and but it hear it a couple of times. Got a nice. run
0: in the film. Yep, it worked for me. I actually really liked. And again, this comes back to interesting ideas. That perhaps weren't fully realised. Mm-hmm. In a way, I also felt this doing this was only for the reveal of oh, you know, Castle kind of turned saint against Glass. Yep. Is Glass being gay?
1: Yeah, that was a really good. I thought idea. it was an
0: interesting, a really interesting idea, and I like the fact that, and and yeah, you know, this stuff. What they weren't doing this in in. Often in action no, films with no. villains, they weren't. He was. He was. He was gay, but he was still just as nasty and, and, you know, a, a, a hard sort of bloodthirsty sort of prick. Yeah. No yeah. matter what, it didn't matter. Like, well, they.
1: Know. The thing was, they. The I actually I still really like it that they did it because of exactly what you said. They stuffed it with one very, very crucial part of it. But the whole idea was awesome because it subverted the trope. Yeah. As you said, it in this kind of in this kind of movie that didn't have a lot of shades and a lot of colour to a lot of characters, <laughs> yeah. as you said, at the time, that you know, a gay character wouldn't have shown up in a movie like yeah. this. So to have him there doing that and then him have him revealed
0: he was nasty.
1: Yeah, it didn't it didn't sort of change anything about yeah. who he was in this game of the villains
0: kind of um
1: hierarchy. But to like, have a,
0: a gay character in, in action films in two thousand and four was rare, if yeah. not done at all. Yeah. But to have a, a gay character who was a villain was even more subverting the tropes and, yeah. and going against it. And I so thought that was really intriguing yeah. and interesting way to do it.
1: I thought it was And like, I
0: think it worked. Well it I think it worked.
1: worked. I think it worked, but And I didn't see this so much the last time I watched it again. I think it's been quite a while since I watched this one too. But watching it this time around, there's one thing they do that really kind of undercuts it and reinforces the stereotypes all over again. Mm. But I'm still kind of like, I think it still stands as a fairly solid move in the genre and showing that you can mix it up a little bit here, you know. Exactly. I actually, one of TJ's finest moments for me, the blowtorch
0: yeah, the steak and the <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. I
1: was just like, the way he describes it, the, the way, you know, if you knew a little bit about his background and then you're hearing him talk about this – you're thinking, Oh shit, you know, if you're in that guy's shoes, yeah. you are going to be taking it word for word and then, you know, obviously he cooks the steak and hits him with the icy pole and he's there screaming and squealing or whatever yeah. and it's kind of funny. Again, goes Swallowed against the tropes th- a little bit, you know. You expect when he starts talking about that, you're thinking, Oh, that's what he's gonna do But yeah. it's just a bit
0: And I guess the what the Punisher what you expect? Yeah, but unfortunately, that goes into my dislikes too. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it's a bit the, the same character. with the fight with Big Sexy. Yeah, um, the fight is awesome. The I actually really, really cool. like the fight because it's Very good feels fun. really legitimate. Like you feel that Castle's really going to get his ass kicked. Yep. Um, and all those things where yeah, you, know, you see him set up where he places his guns and that. And then he goes for them and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost, there are parts of the fight which are almost comical.
1: Yes, they are. That part where he gets the gun and then he fucking... Yeah, <laughs> just
0: gets it. Bash, just and whacks it. it and then he kind of looks at it. Jane, that <laughs> might have been one of
1: his finest moments <laughs> yeah. to do. he holds the gun up and he's got this groggy look
0: on his uh, face. I also love the bit where he finally <laughs> kills him and then he goes, he stands over him and he says something <laughs> like... He's I'm all right. right. Yeah. Uh, he's not. He just <laughs> <gets his> <laughs> <body> <laughs> glasses out of shot. Yeah. Uh, that was good. It was kind of comical, but it was also a pretty solid drag out sort of punch yeah, on fight. Yeah,
1: I, I really liked the fight. Yeah. Another comical moment. The bloke eating his soup, laundering the money, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goes through another dip in the saucepan, but you've seen the hand quickly snatch it <laughs> the next thing you know, the soup's thrown on him, but he gets a whack in the face <laughs> with the saucepan. I was just—I don't know why—I was just laughing my ass off at that. <laughs> that was great stuff. Yeah. But yeah, all of this, all of what you said about the fight with Nash, and the same with that, it kind of goes against the yeah the the makeup of the character a little bit. I think that's pretty much it for
0: me. As I said before, I thought ripping out his piercings was a really nasty way to. Torture somebody Yep And I thought It was really well handled By the way Patton kind of Talks to him about it mm. First And tries to kind of Like reassure him almost And then just starts gra- Grabs a pair of pliers And just quietly Starts grabbing him And going Come here Yeah And because and Ben Foster's character Is a bit of a wimp You know He can't fight him off He just no. kind of
1: Rips him out But he kind of You know Returns the favour Of Castle standing up for him
0: Yeah And I I really like the last line Frank Castle is dead Call me the Punisher I thought that was really cool Yeah yeah, That was pretty solid Yeah But that's really it for me Likes side of things Excellent Dislikes The whole idea of And this is where I feel For all the good and interesting ideas they went for And one of them is Turning Saint and Glass against each other Mm Mm-hmm using, you know, the whole idea of the wife and everything for all of that good stuff and, you know, Glass's character being gay and the kind of subverting tropes of of how Castle would, you know, normally would torture somebody exactly as he said, but he didn't. But then there's just – it's riddled with cliché as well with, Mm. oh, he's undercover it's his last operation and then he's going to retire and all this. I'm just like, fucking hell. Like, honestly – Like, couldn't you have gone somewhere better? Probably. (laughs) Like, anywhere? I think we could have. Like, you've done, you've put so much effort into taking it in slightly different directions, but then you just undo all that with this crap that everyone just expects. Yeah. I don't know whether they felt we're going a little bit outside of what the Punisher would be, so we need to come back a little bit to it too, Mm. and they came back to some of the shit.
1: Yeah. Further to what you were just saying too, though, but those moments that we were laughing at and almost all of them were something that you wouldn't expect the Punisher to do. Yeah. And, I, like, normally I kind of... I don't like that way of thinking that you need to expect everything that's going to happen from the character. Yeah. But with something like the Punisher, it is very defined of how his revenge is just... You know, he is representing something and it's like... That's why they match him with characters like Daredevil, who has a need for justice. Yeah. You know, the Punisher is doling out his brand of justice and they're, they're aligned in what they want, but the way that they dole yes, it out is very different. different. So to have him doing these things is kind of against all of that, which was one of the big problems with this Yeah, one, it doesn't
0: work because this film is kind of weirdly in the, in the guts. It's got interesting things over here. But then sticking very much to some of what we want from The Punisher, which yeah. is what I wanted yep. too. I'm not saying that I didn't want it, but they didn't get the balance right. No. And I said this to you before because my next dislike is one of my major ones, is that the best type of Punisher movie was something like Man on Fire. Yeah. that's That showcased almost an hour of him getting to know peter giving him something to live for then taking that away and then he explodes into fucking rage yeah and that is just that's all he thinks about it's just rage i kill everything Yep. and yeah there's that or, great, there's a great line in man on fire when he says i'm going to kill them all anyone involved anyone who profited from it Anyway, yeah. looks at me sideways yeah and he does
1: exactly and, and
0: I see that's the punisher and it's that's say, kind of the punisher like, for me
1: it's similar with like, I again going with Denzel I find something like the equalizer very similar is that this there's this single-mindedness like the Equalizer is different in that you've got this guy who's provoked yeah whereas man on fire is more like you know as you said he's ta- something's taken away from him But the thing I love about The Equalizer that fits in that kind of mould is when shit is on, there is just scenes of these guys just being completely outmatched by Denzel. And that's what this particular Punisher movie lacks. Yes. There is very few sequences where you just think, fuck, Frank Castle is just unstoppable. Yeah. Like there's never any of that. Even the, even the, the standard kind of henchman that he goes against, they're not just completely out of their element they're not no. they're not completely over their heads which would have made the nash fight even better because then you're like oh shit this might be the first time he's actually really in some shit yeah you know so so the
0: problem for me cuz that's what I was saying is i see the punisher like man on fire mm. they take away his family and then he goes to ape shit basically yeah yep. but they just there's no dynamic with his family no. Within 25 minutes, his family is dead. Yeah. Um. And it's a two-hour picture. Yep. So where? what are we doing for 90 minutes? He can't have Castle cut loose for 90 minutes. You, that can't wouldn't have him, have worked. you
1: can't have him cut loose for 90 minutes, but when you when he does cut loose, you want to see it yeah. cut loose. And so what they did
0: was, I understand why they went with putting Saint and Glass against each other and, under, okay, that's how you fill some of your 90 minutes, yep. but then you've got to cut loose. And then you don't cut loose? No. At all?
1: Even the finale yeah. is just a bit of a whimper.
0: Yeah, you know? it's kind of lacking in a little bit of power. And they just don't... You don't care about his family. No. Like, I didn't get to know them.
1: No, not at all. You didn't know anything about them. The kids, anything like that. Yeah. And I don't think it would have taken all that much longer to develop a few scenes to to really show what he means, what, what they meant to him other than, oh, it's the last job. I yeah. can spend some time with you now. Like, yeah. There had to be a bit more, and that's probably what the TV series did better than any any of the others. Like, yeah. you believed that Bernthal was just destroyed by what happened to, yeah. to the family. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big failing for a Punish, uh, Punisher movie, I guess.
0: They that, and, and again, they at the expense of building decent relationships, they try and get us to him dishing out Punishment. But mm. then he doesn't dish it out.
1: He doesn't dish it out. Yeah. Doesn't Not dish to it the, out the level I that I
0: would have expected.
1: No. And, it, like, I mean, as you said, you had the dislike around the way that he deals with Saint. So I didn't...
0: No, I didn't hate some it. some I just felt it was.
1: It, it got bogged. No, well, it did get bogged. My, the thing that I liked was when he played the whole angle with Saint and Quentin and his wife... There was actually a bit to that where I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's kind of like Othello, you know, the mm. the, the guy driving himself mad. Mm. And so then he kills his own wife, he kills his best friend. I'm kind of like, I could have lived with that. But what I didn't need was the Cubans arguing with Saint and, and Castle throwing their money out a window.
0: Yeah, but like, what was the point of all that shit? Well, it was just to...
1: That, that was all undercutting Saint. And I got what he was doing, but surely you could have still achieved that, but had him go in and and just destroy the crew as well. You know? The part where they're on the boats with the money the second time. Yeah. Surely you could have dealt with that, but in the same token, you know, you could have had Saint saying, oh, I put my best guys on it or whatever, and Castle just rips... You know, he just cuts a swath through all of them, and... Destroys the money as well. Like, he was just being a nuisance without actually being the punisher. Yeah. You know?
0: But my thinking is, we didn't necessarily, we could have had the Cubans, right? But then Castle, to show Saint, I'm out. on to you, I'm after you, is kill the entire Cuban crew and just put him. you know put him there, you know, like he's got a he's got a, a shipment coming in. Yeah. And that shipment arrives and everybody's dead.
1: Well I felt, yeah, it should have been something more on that on that grounds and of it's where showing
0: Saint Saint Saint
1: Quinton and his wife, yeah, you're toying with them because you That's want fine, Saint keep that. to feel what you felt yep. and doing it himself and then finding out that he was wrong. He was wrong is pretty you know that's that's probably worth keep all that keep but all that everybody else on the periphery is like what you were saying just with, time man with with man <laughs> on fire you're involved and you're just in my way yeah you know and there was there was just not enough of that yeah and I think yeah that, I think that would have strengthened things quite a quite I'm a bit. also
0: not sure how Castle survives being shot at point blank range in the chest directly in the basically in the heart or is it on the other side it must be on the other side. Hits him there. Uh, I don't know too many people who survived being shot like that. So that kind of undercut. I would have been more for they just decide to burn the pier down and blow him up and he he flies away from the explosion. You know,
1: if if that's what you've been sent to achieve and you've got him standing there on the pier, surely you're shooting him in the head. Yeah. It's a little, these are the little things, but I'm like, this is why I disliked parts of that scene. There was that, is that. Surely you could have found a better way for him to be shot and survive than you've got him dead to rights and you choose to shoot him in the guts, presumably, if he survives, and then light the pier on fire while he's floating in the water, floating off to the mysterious bloody voodoo man's boat. (laughs) Um, They cut that. But, yeah, there was that. And the other thing I really hated was the car chase from the house.
0: Yeah, with the um, with his wife. With
1: his wife, like it just felt like padding. Yeah, a little bit. Like we just didn't need it at the time. I, I think mean, it was trying to
0: with... add more action style things, but it wasn't but really. The why add it
1: there and then not later on when you needed all the action and him dealing with bad guys in quite severe fashion.
0: It was See, just to me. you know what i would older, had, and I thought this is where it was initially going. I forgot about the car chase. You, you saw the wife and kid going, hearing the gunshots and hiding, and then going, we're going to make a run for the boat yeah. or the car. And as they're well, the pier, running across, the someone... The pier didn't have to be a car right away, did it? Someone turns and sees them and goes...
1: What and was wrong them. with the pier being close to the house?
0: And then maybe Castle cuts loose with a few fucking... Kills a few lackeys because he's just seen his wife killed. Yeah. And then maybe explosion goes off or something and it blows him. And then they bolt because, you know... Shit's blown everything. Everything's been blown up. The cops are on their way. Yeah. That could have been an easier way to handle it. I think and it could have been And I think it would have had up. more resonance. I mean, it was always going to have very little resonance because he didn't know his wife. And well, the that parents, was so. kind
1: of where you needed to spend the time building the resonance and cut fucking three minutes of car chase.
0: Yeah. The car chase was shit. And it was a two-hour picture. You can go 40 minutes before yeah. Castle gets, his family gets killed. Speaking, of, more time. speaking of shit and the family reunion...
1: Roy Scheider's speech. Oh, mate. Pimps. Come on. (laughs) That's when you're at the family reunion saying, listen, listen, mate, just lay off the goon for a while. (laughs) Come on, just (laughs) have have a rest, old son. Go and sit in the chair over (laughs) there and, you know.
0: (laughs) Stop. Put down the little sack. (laughs) Put down the silver sack you're carrying around there and stop talking.
1: Yeah, we've all had those family events where we have to conspire to get the get the microphone off somebody. Just <laughs> you know, there's there's stop, yeah, cut him off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I needed to see Castle sitting shirtless in the dark drinking (laughs) piss to know that he was a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It was quite common. It was
0: quite... I think we got the sense. Yeah. I I it once to know he was a piss wreck. Yeah, yeah. In fact, him being a piss wreck never played into anything, so what was the point? But even if you
1: are a piss wreck and, you you know... Surely you turn on the lights occasionally. Oh. Like you want to know what you're drinking. Surely you, might, you put a shirt You want to make sure it's the wild turkey yeah. and not the bloody tomato sauce or something.
0: <laughs> 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 or the sacky goon you've scooped up at the family <laughs> reunion. Yeah.
1: I'm really disappointed that my wife and child are dead, but thank Christ I saved the goon back. <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly empty. Right? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, look... Yeah, I don't think we really needed any of that. No. And look, I've been hungover a few times and I don't remember being (laughs) capable of kicking anyone's ass the next
1: morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I'm shocking with a hangover. (laughs) I mean, if I was the <laughs> punisher, the only thing getting punished would be me. <laughs> I
0: mean. Yeah, I was the punisher of the a liver. <laughs> honest, I was about they spend way too much time on the three people living in the apartment block with him. Yes, I, mean, I know they're trying to create like a new family. Yep, but it was just stupid. Like it well, wasn't necessary. Oh, could we have dropped?
1: Bumbo or whatever his was. Yeah, that yeah, the, the, the it could have just been Ben Foster and yeah, Rebecca Romijn, yeah, for
0: sure. And the Rebecca Romaine stuff that worked. I was happy to keep that. Yeah. For the reason being is that she had dealt with, she had the the scumbag boyfriend. Yeah. That gave us a bit of Punisher. That um, was
1: the one moment where he looked like he yeah, could just you know us. kick anyone's ass when he felt like it.
0: So that, but she also had that sequence where she talks about how um, she always seems to find the wrong. You know, I've moved ten times or I've always yeah. found the biggest dickhead I can find. and yep. You know, and she is the one that brings up the whole... Does that mean if she comes to camera, she'll bump into you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> what are you trying to say? That <laughs> is a fucking low blow, I can tell you. Um, but the thing is, she also brings up what I said before in the uh, Grungland Punisher. Yeah. Which is, how much is enough? Like how much? Yeah, yeah. How much revenge can you get? That's right. And this is where,
1: when you get those characters and that, that's kind of what you're working around, right? When when, when does it? When do you start to heal? When does you know? Yeah. When you finish this, is it over? And I guess with the Punisher, it's not. It's never going to be over. And but you can you can still, you can still work some pretty nice dialogue around yeah. that sort of stuff.
0: So. Again, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Because that conversation and, is worth digging into.
1: Yeah, and that, look, that feeds into one of my big dislikes, is that I don't mind Castle making the connections, as you said. It's not, you don't want it to be a huge part of it, but I don't mind him making connections. But I don't need to, I don't really want to see Castle, you know, renting. I don't need. <laughs> no a castle making ranch in an apartment block. <laughs> I, I tell you what, the landlord's going to be fucking pissed off when he sees all the <laughs> modifications castles making, including
0: putting in a small bloody <laughs> elevator or some shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, castle just needs a spot. He doesn't need doesn't need an castle apartment. should live
0: in his car. Like. Yeah,
1: well, oh. he
0: just needs a spot
1: where you can meditate. Alternatively, without being interrupted. <laughs>
0: Alternatively, in a sewer. A sewer, right? exactly. Um,
1: but, the, you know, look at uh, the TV series had something similar to the sewer. I don't think they ever said it was a sewer, but <laughs> it was just this abandoned warehouse. place. And I think, again, I don't remember in great detail, but if if my memory serves, Warzone's the same. It's just like a warehouse.
0: And there's plenty of abandoned warehouses. I'm sure you can
1: find something that nobody else wants to bloody (laughs) sleep in.
0: My biggest problem is the man was supposed to be discreet. His his best move, his best weapon is that he's dead. Exactly. Right? But then he rocks up to the cop shop and goes. Frank Castle?
1: Yeah. Castle, we thought you were dead. Well, fuck. (laughs) If I had any sense, I would be.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, now everyone knows I'm back. Well, that's the thing. That's so
1: stupid. You cut and blokes So This is the... You spend portions of the picture... I mean, he spends so much time being a nuisance to Saint, but aren't you a real nuisance if you're picking a few of his blokes off, and they've got no idea if it's the same guy
0: who's doing it? Like, Is it the Cubans? Yeah. Is it the bloody my other organised crime figures who are trying to cut me out?
1: But no, immediately. <laughs> oh, it's fuck, fucking it's Fred <laughs> Yeah, I really hated that. I hated it.
0: They really cocked that up.
1: Yeah, massively. I just and uh, he
0: also rocks out the says... It's been four months and you haven't found out who killed my family. Look, that that shit was in Puerto Rico. (laughs) That's up to the Puerto Rican
1: police. But why is he annoyed about that? Because he knows who kills his family at that point, doesn't he? I think so. So why the fuck is he going to fucking chastise someone else for it?
0: Uh, No, maybe he doesn't.
1: I thought he... I can't remember. I think it... Oh fuck, I only watched it an hour ago.
0: (laughs) That's what happens when you're one and a half, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go pick up on the new ones. Yeah. I think he's
1: I thought he knew at that point and which made it to me Redundant. Just seems silly. Like it's just so it was to me that's probably the biggest mistake of the movie. Yes.
0: Because he is supposed to be in the shadows and he's supposed to be
1: Well, as you said, it's his best weapon. Yep.
0: Who's the punisher? Well, he's, he hasn't even called himself the Punisher yet. Well, that's but it. All he didn't get
1: to craft a Punisher
0: because he wasn't fucking punishing anybody. He just came back and said, "I'm here." But suddenly the Cubans are dead. Fuck, who killed them? I don't know. Some nasty bastard. Because <laughs> the, the, the entire crew was knocked over.
1: Yeah, which is what they actually did in the and first. And my money
0: one. was stolen. Even though
1: they, even though they just said it on the news, they said the mysterious Punisher who's knocked over 125 people. At least that's, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, who... Who is this guy? Who is this guy? And... He's a, like a, you know, it's it's like a myth,
0: almost. You killed the Cuban group and you took their money. I could have then bought back into, okay, castles in a warehouse and maybe... Well, fuck, he could have bought his own apartment. <laughs> He becomes the fucking, (laughs) what, the bloody scum lord. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he becomes? Yeah. Um, And the last dislike for me, Glass tells Saint that, mate, we've got the best hitman coming into town. He's from Memphis. And up rocks fucking Johnny Cash. (laughs) Yeah. Serenades the bloke. I mean, he's the worst hitman <laughs> in the
1: world. He
0: gets killed in like two seconds.
1: Yeah. Takes time for a quip, doesn't he? Who brings, in, <laughs> yeah. who brings in yeah. after a knife to a gunfight? That just gives Thomas just enough time
0: yeah. to cop um, that. That was so stupid and you didn't need him at all. You could have had, we're getting the best, and then the fucking Russian turns up.
1: You know what else I just realised? Going Thomas Jane it,
0: is a legend. Oh, going back to it, not quite
1: legend status, n- n- nearly there. But going back to our previous dislike, I actually noted it was 45 minutes, a- about the 45-minute mark when he goes to the courthouse. So we spent 25 with Frank Castle and his family, roughly, Probably. killed him. He's he's incognito he's for fucking 15 minutes. 15 he's fairly minutes. cold. <laughs> exactly. So then we have an hour and 15, nearly. An hour, and, hour and ten of Castle of being Castle well being known out in the open. Fuck, that was stupid.
0: And nobody, like Howard Saint, who could find Castle, could work out that Otto Krieg was Frank Castle. Yeah, an undercover cop. Yep, in, in an undercover job, which is very hard to get that information. Yeah. But you couldn't find Frank Castle living in an apartment block (laughs) (laughs) with a couple of scumbags. When
1: he goes and tells everyone he's back.
0: (laughs) Tells everyone he's Frank Castle. I Uh, mean, at one point, Rebecca Romain says to him, you're Frank Castle. Yep. When did you first sees him <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh the jigs up.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. well that's why he did it. Oh fuck. Everyone knows me right now, so I might as well just put it out there. Yeah, couple I'm of- on a Virgo. <laughs> I like I like long walks on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Long <laughs> walks in the beach, preferably without <laughs> the Howard Saint's crew tailing me and my family while I'm doing it, but a couple of kind of funny ones. Mm. A crook called Saint. With a club called Saints and Sinners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a plus on the riding there. Brilliant. The wife giving it the weight in the car. Yeah, wait. Uh, his family. His, the his whole, whole family. family. That was just awful. It was no, so
0: bad. Just castle. That was never going to work.
1: The line delivery, though, where she's in there, you know, in the mm, limo with have, her face covered. And yeah. then you think when she uncovers her face, you think it's going to be someone like super famous or something. And it's just. Nah. Just yeah. uncovers are just a poor delivery of the written lines. Yep. And my well, another one that kind of cracked me up more than it should have was Saint puts the fifty thousand fifty thousand dollar hit out. You all get fifty thousand dollars, we're going hunting. Fifty thousand for the man who gets him. Yep, everyone's on board. Then they proceed to fucking all stay in the same room and fucking swill champagne <laughs> so you can take out a number of them just with that bomb. <laughs> I'm like, if you go and hunt, and I was expecting everyone to you know, yeah, right. pick up tools and off you go. <laughs> like, you get your guns and start patrolling the car park or something. It seemed like only two bikes were doing that. Everyone else just collected the 50 and thought, fuck this, I'm not going to catch him anyway. So let's just sit down and drink some champagne on the house and go home with our 50. <laughs> Yeah, that made me laugh. But yeah, so probably my biggest one was going back to Glass. So as we talked about, it was a great opportunity to kind of subvert the tropes, and it did that for a little bit, but then it just kind of undercuts it all again by going this angle of, I'm going to tell your boss that you're gay. It's like that was his whole angle for blackmail is, you don't want anyone to know you're gay. And it's sort of like okay, yeah. so you made a really cool, you made a really smart move by doing this, but then it's all oh yeah, but it's still got to be covered up, yeah, because you can't be the tough guy if you if you're gay, yeah. So that and, was kind of a bad. It's kind of it, it, it took that kind of nice little surprise that they'd sprung on you, and it
0: felt like they used it just to fool Saint. You know, it was kind of like the whole, he couldn't possibly have um, had an affair with your wife, he's gay.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it
0: just kind of, yeah, the payoff for it, rather than just being part of the character. Yeah. Glass was a gay man. Yeah. Who happened to be a villain and, and a, a second in command villain. Yeah. And also a nasty bastard into the bargain
1: could have almost worked somehow that like that they flipped that that they were onto the angle of they're having an affair with, with your wife and then some someone else is the one that discovers him yeah f- that he's gay yeah in possibly. That, like, i don't know but it, i just felt they'd started off with something really strong like a really solid idea and then kind of yeah they
0: kind of botched it yeah did away with it i was a little, yeah a bit like you i was quite disappointed in how it played out mm. um, any other dislikes from you?
1: That was it from me, other than Thomas Jane still waiting <laughs> to be awarded the title.
0: He has the title, so no, no. to take it no. from him.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not sure what the criteria is if it's, if he's still got it. No, he's
0: in the pool. <laughs> is people. it to be a
1: disappointment in each film that you turn oh, up into? That's hard. Or to be solid in disappointing films? I so should say. Maybe.
0: That is The Punisher from 2004. So, look we 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 will get to warzone down the track interestingly enough this is my preference i remember thinking warzone was probably the best one
1: yeah out of the three movies for sure but if but, i had to go with a punisher with a with a screen punisher it's definitely the tv series but if i'm yeah. just picking from the movies yeah
0: and my uh, look, memory
1: says warzone was the one that i'd go for
0: yeah we'll, we'll revisit warzone not right now but we will revisit it in the future. Had enough of the Punisher for now? I've been punished. <laughs> oh, yeah. Find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify. Send us an email at at thrillme.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Now, keep an eye on our Facebook page for some more details. We're trying to do a f- few little things get a couple of little things sorted um possibly even getting a chance to do an episode with another podcasting crew uh the be damn guys we're still trying to work that out but keep an eye on our facebook for what we're going to do in the future but until then take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later cheers